Welcome to Under the Hood Podcast. In this podcast, we pop the hood and give you an inside look at the hows and whys of our ministry here at Cornerstone Church. I'm Michael Knave, your host. It is such a joy to have you join me for this episode because today we welcome into the studio our very own Jody Donaldson. Jody, it is great to have you with us today. It's good to be here. So for those who don't yet know you, give us give us a little synopsis. Like, who are you? Tell us about your crew. Give, give us just a quick little intro. Who is Jody Donaldson? Okay. Well, I'm originally from South Dakota. Yeah. So um, when I met my husband, Jeff, we moved around, and one time we were in Georgia, North Carolina, and then we landed here in Southern Illinois in 2001. And um, we had never been to Marion, Illinois in our life, and so we drove in that day. It's like, well, this is where we're living. (laughs) And we stayed in the Drury Inn for two months um, till we found our house, and then... um, after that, we, we moved in, and we thought, oh, maybe we'll be here five years or so, right. something like that, or less. And um, then we started having kids. We have two kids, Isaac and Sydney. Isaac's 20, and Sydney's 18. And um, it was evident that as we stayed here and the kids started school, and uh, we were just going to have a hard time leaving Cornerstone at the mm. time. So we tended to be more open-minded about maybe staying longer. Right. Well, the kids just kept growing up. Then we got to the age we didn't want to take them out of school here. They were comfortable, had friends that were, you know, getting into life here in Southern Illinois with us. So we we stayed. And so we've been here. This is our, in Southern Illinois, we've been here 23 years in November. Wow. Isn't it interesting how how that happened. So, so, so Jody, today, what, what you give to us is this really incredible opportunity to look back. So, so let's go back there, like back 23 years. Um, as you, as you give us this perspective, uh, 23 years, and also you're the longest tenured staff person here at Cornerstone. So take us, take us all the way back because here's what I found. You can learn a lot about a person, about a family, about an organization, yes, a church, by looking back and saying, oh, that's how it all got started. So so you guys roll into Marion. About what year would that have been? 2001, November. Okay, so, so November of 01, when did you first show up at Cornerstone? Okay. So I um, we had gone to another church to try churches out yes. and find our fit. And we were in there and we just felt like we said to, I think it was a family pastor, where are all the kids? And we mm. didn't have kids at the time, but mm-hmm. we were obviously thinking about it. And he said, you may want to go check out Cornerstone. Okay. Well, then we had kenneled our dog at another person's home, and we were talking about churches. She didn't even go to Cornerstone, but she said, you may want to check out Cornerstone. Oh, we got a pattern here. Yes. Yeah. So Jeff and I are like, well, let's go check out Cornerstone. So I hadn't found a job yet, and I went over to the old location on um, Bainbridge. Bainbridge, yes. yes. And this there was this gal. Her name's Linda Whitehead. She said, "Well, let me show you around the church." Of course, uh, Bainbridge was a, a lot smaller than where we're at currently. 
So we walked around and, and she says, you should come up back for service. So we did that following week. I think it would have been December, mm-hmm. something like that of old okay. one. So and then we left for Christmas and then we came back in January in 2002 and started right in. I mean, this is where we landed and that's where we still are. So we, we so. got to we got to come back to that Bainbridge and you, you and I off a scene at Bainbridge. We'll come back to that in just a second. Give us a give us a first memory of, of Cornerstone. You got the tour, then you came back, uh, went to a service. What, what what stood out to you back then? The people were so so welcoming. I mean, it felt like we had landed in the middle of the Midwest and the Southern <laughs> hospitality right? of the world. It was, people weren't standoffish like they can be up North. Mm. They were welcoming. They were like embracing. I remember um, families just having us over to eat, you know, right yes. away and wanting to get to know us. And it was just it was just that warm welcome since we didn't have family here, you know, being yes. mom and dad. My mom and dad were in South Dakota, and Jeff's mom and dad were also in South Dakota at the time. So, yeah, it was really neat to have that feeling of belonging. To have, yeah, family, yeah. belonging, welcomed. Mm-hmm. Oh, what 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 a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so late 01, first visit to Cornerstone. And as I said, you're the longest tenured staff person. So how soon did you come on staff, and how did that happen? Um, it was so crazy because I had worked for SIH um, when we first got here. I, I found a job in marketing. And then uh, when our son Isaac was born, I quit working and stayed home mm-hmm. until after Sydney was one. Okay. So from 2003 to 2006, I was um, at home with them. But there was a point in time where the position had come open, the finance, the, you know, doing the bookkeeping and secretary stuff came open. And I thought, man, I would really like to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't God's timing. Okay. And so that didn't work out. Well, then a year and a half later, uh, so that would have been like late 2004. Yes. So in March of 2006, the position came open again. And I was like, you know what? I, I think I'd really like to do that. Yes. Well, Eddie Poland, the, the previous yes. pastor to Michael, had me in his office. He said... Let's have an interview. And from that point forward, it was like, I've been doing this position since March of 2006. Now, granted, I started 12 hours. Right. And it has progressively made it to 40 hours yeah. in, what, 18 years? Right, right, Almost right. 18 years. Oh, 18 years. But what was neat about that is it allowed me to still be with the kids. Yes. And be there for them after school. And it's just, it was just such a God thing that that mm-hmm. I got this position. I mean, I, I feel very blessed to be here for this long. Well, we are blessed to have you in this seat uh, doing what you do. And I have seen that pattern happen, as you have as well, to see someone who gets involved in our church and then years later uh, ends up on our team, mm-hmm. you know, doing ministry. And it, it, sometimes for people uh, as they least expected to be working for a church and, and doing what they do, doing what you're gifted at with finances and bringing that to, to the church. Now, on Bainbridge Trail, there's an awesome church called The Journey of Southern Illinois, and they have made uh, where we used to have church a, a wonderful facility. Uh, but there was back in the day that you and I officed in an office that, well, it was nasty, Jody. Like back <laughs> in the day, that thing was nasty. Now they, they took it down. So Journey, it, it no longer exists. Uh, what do you remember about that place where we officed? 
Well, it was around what, 1,200 square feet, maybe? (laughs) And yes, uh, it was small. It was small. And we squeezed in there. I'll tell you what, we made a space. I'm surprised we didn't have lofts, but (laughs) we made it happen. Um, But back in that day, uh, I shared an office with Robin Tarleton. Uh And one day she walked in, and here was a mouse. Standing on the garbage can, ready to jump onto our desk, and it uh-huh. did, and it yes. ran around and had a heyday. And so that is one small memory. And then it was an un- it was a spoken unspoken rule that if you needed to go to the restroom, you go to the church, not be in the office to use the restroom at times because it was very small. It was small, tight, not very <laughs> private, shared with all. Yeah, yeah, you could it, hear it, everything. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, those were some of my first yes. memories, and it was not very insulated. So it got <laughs> oh, chilly and hot. Yes, <laughs> yes. Hot in the summer, cold in the winter. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so as you look back, you know, and we have those fun memories of a, a, an icky kind of office for a while. Um, what have you noticed to be consistently true uh, about our church since 01, since you've been on staff, since 06? What, what have you noticed to be true about our church consistently? I have found, well, Jeff and I have found that, first of all, um, the the focus of our church has always been the gospel. Mm. And we have never wavered from that. You know, it's always been all focused on the scriptures and, and not about prosperity or about yeah. any particular Thing, right. you know, and right. just being obedient. And um, that's what, what has kept us here for so many years, because you can go to another church and they're going to be fail you just as if, you know, any other church could. Mm-hmm. We are we are broken people and yeah. we don't do things right sometimes. But if the gospel is continuously spoken, there's no other reason yes. to really leave, break away. That's right. That's just something that we have valued so much yes. in our years here. So important. Yes, I completely, I completely agree. So you, you know, on staff since 06, around since 01. In 12, uh, we made a really big move. We, we talked about the Bainbridge location. We, we bought this w- former Walmart building. Um, as someone involved as staff, involved in finance, what, what do you remember about the the Walmart acquisition and the move over here. What what stands out to you uh, in that story? Because there's many of us here at Cornerstone. We, we weren't here for that. What what what, do you, what stands out to you in that part? Well, um, what some some really great and some a little tough. Um, back then, there was those who believed this was our next step, mm-hmm. and there was those who believed that that wasn't our next step. And many of those who believed that wasn't our next step were many of of people we considered friends and still consider friends. Yeah. But it was like a parting of the waters even though we still believed in the same God. Yes. It was just that little bit it was a little bit difficult. But at the same time we Jeff and I saw the potential of what could be in the future. Mm-hmm. As as we talked about it in um just ministry and um, just that excitement of what could be, yeah, and and it's like it's crazy to think since 2012, so what, eleven years? How far? I mean, to say eleven years just boggles my mind. <laughs> yes, but but to see the change that that has come right. since then with right. 
I don't know. It's just, it's really neat. The staff that have come, yes. the way the building has been transformed, the ability to serve our community yes. by having meeting rooms and, right. and just, we could have done that at Bainbridge, yeah. you know? So those are the exciting things. That- yeah, the number of days that our building is being used as service to our community mm-hmm. and what it's allowed us to grow into is 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 pretty remarkable. It's yeah. really, really special. And it was hard. Like that, that was a really difficult year mm-hmm. or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate you being vulnerable about that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so specifically with your job in finances, you know, in the finances of a church. I mean, wh- what's that like? Give us give us an insight into a, a day in the life or wh- what is it you love about your job or just kind of give us a peek into your role, your your ministry here in our church of of money coming in, money being invested in the kingdom. Like give us a give us a peek in to okay. to your role here. Well, <clears throat> one of the things that first comes to mind is the fact it's kind of an overwhelming responsibility if mm. you think about it, because um, we want to steward the gifts and the donations and the tithes and the things that come in yes. well. And so as my responsibility in those givings coming to to us, it's it's thinking that more as people versus a dollar. These people trust us. Ooh. And so I want to report that in a very precise, very yeah. accurate way. So there is a lot of reconciling that goes on um, in, in the whole month, really, because yes. each each weekend we have to reconcile those right. gifts that come in. Right. We have to then reconcile them through the bank at the end of the month. So those kinds of things are um, just, it's an immense responsibility at times, uh, but it's just something I love to do and yes. wouldn't want to do in the <laughs> corporate world. Right. Um, and then the the thing I really love to do, and this is crazy, is Excel. I love Excel spreadsheets or Google Sheets. Um, that's you might have stuff. a problem if. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> that do. stuff's fun. Yes. Um, just the amazing things you can do with yes. it and the formulas and, and that kind of thing. So I do really enjoy those things. And I love being able to write those checks to um, community partners yes. every month that we that we are able to partner with and right. assist, and then hear back from them sometimes by you all, you know, mm-hmm. providing these gifts. We are able to do this in mm-hmm. our region. So those kinds of things are are so fun. I I love it. What you just shared is is so special. You know, you you said, hey, it's it's the people. It's more about the people than the money. And I you see that these. People who have given that money have trusted us, which gives you great passion for that reconciliation process and the technology that we use. And then you get to represent us Mm -hmm. and you get to put your signature on the line of giving these checks out in our community, say, we love you and we are endorsing what you're doing. Thank you for letting us be a part of that. Um, So for someone who has seen like behind the scenes of people who have entrusted our church um, what what word of encouragement or what what have you learned? What have you seen as the person who sees it all kind of thing? What would you say to the person who's um, giving or thinking about giving or struggling to give? What 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 have you noticed after all these years? Well, I think it's hard for for people when they come to a church to first of all have that trust mm-hmm. in where these funds going. Right. And so just to encourage people that we have 
accountability things in place too, where it's just very clean as far as that all goes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going where we have our elders who oversee. Yes. We have Michael who is with those elders and then those who, like myself, work alongside of those all those guys. But um to just be encouraged to start out small too, you know, I I love seeing when people will begin giving, they're in their giving journey. Yeah. And then they either increase in frequency or amount. Yeah. Because they're they're just feeling by the Holy Spirit, I need to do this. I mean, this is part of what we are called to do. Mm-hmm. And it's an act of worship. And so um just encouraging people that um yeah, don't think about it as I mean, sometimes it's like thinking about it as a mortgage payment. It's not it's something you have to pay. And it's mm. just but it should be before the mortgage and just uh getting to the point where you, you know, feel like, okay, this is where we want to partner with a uh, cornerstone and yeah. and yeah. I really appreciate how you you shared that piece of hey it's it's part of our lives it's part of our devotion to God and what a joy it is for you to see somebody start small you know just like a, a time of worship a daily time with God or a time of prayer when you're starting out start small like just just a little bit two minute time or whatever it might be and to say yeah you can you can do that with your finances as well because if if we're not careful we get in that place of like well I could never tithe or I could never give that. Uh, but to start small and then to practice that giving muscle, that discipline, mm-hmm. and then to increase frequency or amount uh, as you as you grow in that. And uh, thank you for being that person of integrity at the hub of the wheel of our accounting that ensures that everything is reconciled every month and reported to our elders to say, yes, everything went where we said it would go. Thank you for for your insight on that. Um, let's jump over to the staff side. Like, What have you seen in, in 18 years <laughs> of our staff? What, what have you noticed? Wow. Well, I just love how God has brought people here for different seasons Mm. of our church. Um, It's amazing how he does that. And and sometimes those are difficult things, too, because we, you know, it doesn't work out. And we have to either say goodbye or they, they choose to go a different direction. But our staff has grown to be, oh, man, it's, it seems like around 25, whereas we started out with seven or something like that. And that's just um, those on site. We have people who are also doing things stipend-wise, which are in production and things like that, which it's just, I think it's just amazing. I guess how God puts it in the heart of the person to do the position that they are called to do yes, and how they thrive in it. Um, And I feel like that's more where we have headed in the last few um, years is that we are honing in on people's gifts and seeing them really thrive and flourish in that. Um, I love Tuesdays during our staff time together. It's, it's such a blessing to hear everybody's laughter, uh, teasing each other. We always get along. I mean, and if we don't, we, we share it with each Mm -hmm. other and, and work through it together. So it's just neat to see that we we are really growing in maturity as far as a staff as we go forward because we're we're learning how to be leader like some of us better leaders or yes. just yeah 
So after 18 years, who would you say is the best staff person, your favorite, <laughs> the funniest? The, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she declines that government. Uh, okay, as we as we kind of wrap up, um, in any final fun stories that you would like to share that uh, really stands out to you? I remember us doing a a little video thing. I don't even remember what it was for, but it was uh, us in in one of the was it student pastors jeeps. John Rashop's Jeep. Yes, yes, I'm remembering this. And I don't even remember who was recording. Right. I don't even remember what right. that looked like, but our hair was flying all around and we were doing this thing. And yes. it's like, oh, wow. You know, um, but uh, that was one fun thing. We've had a few staff Christmas parties that yes. are fun. Yes. It'd be take us too long to really <laughs> go into all of that. But we've had some really fun, uh, some fun staff parties. Um yeah, so I'm just I I just feel blessed that in every season there has been this I don't know togetherness this continuity yes. that has really developed over time, and so there's not really any special season like or special thing because it's been different all along, right. and it's just neat how people are always there for you in your tough seasons, yes. like you know personally tough seasons, and I'm very thankful for that because that's. That's what family is. We're here for each other. It is. So, yeah. Jody, you make being family a lot of fun. Your, your wit, your humor, um, you are such a joy to have on our team. Thank you for 18 years. Uh, here's to 18 more coming up. Who knows what God has <laughs> in store for us. Uh, you are a joy. Thanks for being on the team. Thanks for making us better. And thanks for allowing us to be a, a church that stewards those resources and continues to help people get in the place where God has gifted them as we serve the kingdom together. Thanks, Jody. Thank you. Thank you.